welcome to another episode of Speak on it with Who You With, Kurt Dog. I'm L. Who You With, Kurt Dog. Hopefully, everybody is having a fantastic Tuesday today. Um, we're going to be talking about a couple of stories, but first, follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Periscope. Uh, you can also uh, call in tonight if you want to. Um, so tonight we're going to be talking about the detective Britt Hackison of his Sunday investigation for sexual allegation. That was one of the three officers that was involved with the Breonna Taylor killing. Um, also, we're going to talk about the black family that was stopped in Aurora, Colorado, uh, where they pulled them out the car, handcuffed them, made them lay on the ground, handcuffed them, and mistakenly, um, somehow, some way, they couldn't tell the difference between a car and a motorcycle. We also gonna talk about Trump versus TikTok. Interesting. And we're gonna talk about Puddling County School in Georgia that just opened up on last Thursday and the coronavirus is there. So let's get it started. You can uh, live chat with us in the chat room and if it's something you want to talk about, definitely let us know and you can uh, put it in the chat and you can let me know if it's something on your mind tonight. I want to say welcome to uh, Reverend Jerry Smith. Uh, thank you for always supporting me and supporting the show. Um, you can also call in tonight, 972-591-3665. Going to put the number up in the chat. Uh, definitely call in if it's something on your mind. And you can... Uh, Let's roll with it and see what we got going on for tonight. Um, as for um, Officer Brent uh, Hankerson, he was one of the detectives involved with the Breonna Taylor killing back in March. And since that happened, several young ladies have came out and accused him of a sexual allegation why on duty <laughs> so don't know the full story they didn't give much uh, information on it but apparently while he was on duty i guess he decided to get a little frisky with the ladies which he should be in jail lead way to go for the killing of uh brianna taylor uh, since he was one of the ones involved in it and I'm going to keep an eye on this one because with the um, with the investigation, you know, how some police officers, police department do, they say they have investigated and we never hear about it again. So I'm definitely going to keep an eye on that one. Um, it's really disturbing uh, when I get up this morning. And I hear about this family in Colorado 
it was four people. I think they was aged from six to 22 or something, but all four of them were young. Um, they was young and it basically came down. They was coming from a, um, from a protest for the gentleman that lost his life last year, Elijah McCain. Um, they was coming from that. And just so happening, somehow, some way, police got behind him, allegedly ran the tag. They was looking for a stolen car. <laughs> I've been down this road before. Um, they was looking for a stolen car. And they said that was the vehicle. Now, they just so happening to be out there, because I think one of the videos I seen was like 12 minutes long, 12, 13 minutes long. So I'm going to say they probably had been out there for a good 20 plus minutes laying on the ground. But between all these officers that was out there, nobody didn't realize they was looking for a motorcycle. If you cannot tell the difference between a motorcycle and a, and a vehicle, you don't need to be on that job. That's crazy to put the young folks through all of this and you don't know the difference between a motorcycle and an SUV. Which is crazy. Now, they claim it was from a different state. A motorcycle and a and a and an SUV had the same license plate, but it was from a different state. I don't know, and I don't think any two vehicles would have the exact same plates. I I don't know. I I don't do my uh, license plates, but it just seemed kind of fishy. They was coming from a protest. Then you have all the cops pull them over, held them at gunpoint. Let me back up real quick, because the young ladies, once you seen who was in the car, I think majority of them was underage. So who, which one of them you saying stole the motorcycle? You could have figured that out just by looking at them. But they had to find a reason to pull them over. If you've been watching the show, like I said, I had an incident 17, 18 years ago happened to me. They basically said that um, they ran my tag for some reason. And it came back a stolen car. I think I was 30 at the time. Um, a 30, 30 something. But it came back 
according to these white two white officers came back stolen actually it was one of them the other one just went along with his partner and when it came back they kept trying to get, get trying to show it to me on the computer tell me no go ahead sit in the car you can look at it mama didn't raise no food and i wish i knew that brother that was at that service station uh during that time uh because he was the first one realized something was wrong and he called 911 and they end up keeping me out there for over an hour so i'm upset called my mom and my sister they came up there um they was rude and finally i told the one guy i said look man just because your partner is doing wrong you don't need to back him up i understand you have to provide backup for him but you don't have to stand with him when he's wrong you need to pull him to the side and tell him hey this ain't right so i i handled up on my business and i hope the parents of these young ladies do the same because to see that six-year-old child out there crying for her mom as they had this six-year-old child stretched out on the ground and people wonder why do we say black lives matter because if that would have been a white family it never would have happened never would have happened so for all you trolls that keep sending me messages on twitter that's the reason why we say black lives matter i don't care if it do piss you off at the same time you should be at an outrage about what happened to the young ladies but once again you don't care you don't care because it didn't happen to you and it happened to black folks so you could continue to troll me i have no problem with you trolling me none whatsoever but hopefully you understand and you can learn something by listening to this show and by listening to my pastor because one thing you won't do by trolling me you will never intimidate me yeah I, I i respond back to them and hopefully the person got the message today and they probably listening right now so you want to know why we say black lives matter tell me one story where this happened to a white family i don't have that much time to wait because i'm not going to be on here long tonight just tell me one and you won't be able to do it yeah you said you spent 15 years in prison but i'm sure when you got out you probably got a good paying job too for the simple fact that's their white privilege 
unfortunately, if a black person just go to county jail, matter of fact, they don't even have to go to jail. They can have a clean record, good credit, and still won't be able to find a job. So, welcome to the show, Randolph Turner. Um, he said, yep, if it doesn't involve them, it don't matter. We're guilty until proven innocent. Our skin is our sin. Yes, it is. So, hopefully, this person continue to listen to the show. And maybe they will learn something. Like they said in the tweet this morning, when you say Black Lives Matter, it's like you saying F you to all the other race. You got to realize when we say all lives matter, y'all don't include black lives in there. Welcome to the show, Stephanie. Um, hopefully my niece not, walk, not watching. So I'm trying to do good. I've been praying hard. So, but um, the thing is, you come to me on Twitter, on YouTube, and you tell the lies, but you don't want to hear the truth. You refuse to hear the truth. Talking about the Confederate flag is showing my sudden pride. Yeah. Showing your your racist ass. That's what it's doing. Um, so hopefully you got my message real good and clear today. And this will be my last time addressing you. So you can say what you want to say. And I'm going to do what I have to do. And I'm going to continue to talk about what's right. You got a problem with it? Hell, it's your choice to listen or not to listen. I appreciate you listening. Tell your friends about it. I have no problem. But one thing you will not do is intimidate me. So, got off track a little bit. But, um, I did call um, the city Aurora, Colorado. Uh, the, they got a new mayor last night. Um, I forgot her name. Vanessa Wilson, I believe. Uh, so she been in meetings all day. She put out an apology. No damn cops knew what they were doing. That's just like anybody else. You make a stupid comment... That apology don't mean nothing. That paper that they type the apology on, they could take it to the bathroom and do what you know. <laughs> Wipe your tail with it. So it don't mean anything. But we do need answers. We need answers because it's no way when you see the young ladies in this car 
Now they stretch that on the ground. Crying. I heard one of the older young ladies saying, hey, can I get my phone to call my aunt? And I'm like, it don't it don't make sense to me. I don't understand it. I don't understand it at all. And a lot of these people, they don't understand it. They don't want to understand it. But stupidity, I can never understand. Because when you continue to do this, we're going to continue to march, protest, and yell, Black Lives Matter. And we're going to do something about it. And the best way we could do it is get out and vote. Force them to change the laws. Let your voice be heard by voting. Then that damn fool up in the White House, um, Trump versus TikTok. I don't even see what the deal is. Wait a minute. Hold on. Let me take it back. I believe I know what the deal is. And and somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't it TikTok that um got all the tickets for the tussle rally that he had? If I'm not mistaken, I think it was, but I'm not sure. Somebody please correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Randolph said um, people will comment and go into all lives matter trying to avoid the topic. Common sense is what they don't put it. You're right. They don't. They don't. If it's not affecting them personally, they could care less. They feel like they are the only race that matter. But the bottom line is when it's all said and done, when we have to meet our maker, your color, your race ain't going to have nothing to do with it. So if if everybody's skin fell off of them right now, we're all going to look the same. So they they just don't care. They don't care. Um, and they really, uh, they try to intimidate people because of the history from slavery when the ancestor was killing and hanging folks. And that's another thing. Since we've been putting spotlights on those cases that they said the brothers hung themselves earlier this year, haven't heard another case about it. That's telling me it was something fishy going on. Um, I believe it was uh, Stephanie. That's why Trump is pissed off. Because they made him look like a fool. So that's the problem. That's the reason why Trump is going after TikTok. They order all those tickets. They made all that arrangement to have overflow outside talking about it was going to be millions and millions of folks coming. And what was it? 
10, 20,000, maybe. I don't know. Probably wasn't even that much. But unfortunately, what was there was the coronavirus. So by the virus being there, several people did get affected by it. Prime example, Herman Cain was one of them. He was one of them. So, and unfortunately, he lost his life. And there's probably many more that was affected by it that lost their life also. But I appreciate the young folks because that went up under the radar. Nobody knew about it. But it was the young folks on TikTok. Somehow, some way, they communicated and ended up getting all those tickets. And nobody, hardly nobody showed up. Made Trump look like the clown that he is. Oh, I know I'm going to get some, I'm going to get some real good uh, hate mail on this one. I'm cool with it. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, that that's going to be interesting because when I seen the story, he's trying to, uh, force Microsoft and TikTok something. I, I, anything he put out for some reason when I started reading I just fall asleep in the middle of it. I'm like dude just hush hush because this is crazy. You arguing about TikTok hell let's talk about uh, um, talk about the COVID-19 why you won't let the doctors give an update on it hell you're not qualified let the truth be told you're not qualified to be the president you just bought the election gave false hope because all the folks that voted for you all those promising you made most of them probably um, don't have a cup to pull piss out of so you lied to these folks. Well, you didn't lie because you said you liked the the uh, poor and crazy folks or poor and stupid folks, whatever you call them. But and they like you too. I don't know why. They probably in worse shape than they was before you got elected. After they voted for you, they probably like this food lied to me. I can't wait until November the 3rd. Matter of fact, before I forget, if it's anyone uh, that is willing come November the 3rd, that is willing to take people to the poll, definitely reach out to me here in the Metroplex. And if you're in another city and state, we can set something up in those areas also. Because November the 3rd is very important. We need to make sure people are getting to the poll and voting. And we're going to get his ass out of office. He got to go. But so definitely reach out to me. You can uh, send me a, a message in my box or email me. Probably would be the best way. Um, who you with? Kurt Dog at mail.com who you with kurt dog at mail.com i will put that up on the stream 
And um, send me a message if you are interested in uh, helping people get into the poll. We're gonna we're gonna make a difference this uh, election. We will make arrangement if you want to volunteer your time, volunteer your vehicle, or if you are a company that is willing to donate vehicles to get people to the toll to the pole, definitely let me know because we need to make sure there's no excuses for not voting this year. And if you are not registered to vote in this November election, go ahead and get vote, uh, get registered for when the local election come up, you are already ready because we need people to go out and vote. This is not one of these things, oh, my vote not going to count. It won't count if you don't get out and vote. So if it's anybody that is interested in volunteering your, your vehicle, your time, or if you are a company, reach out to me. We will make arrangement to make sure people get to the poll November the 3rd and doing the early voting because he got to go. He got to go. Want to verse TikTok. Yeah, he probably on TikTok now looking at all the videos, sitting up laughing, taking um, tips on how he could get his hair straight. So, but also uh, Putterland County School in Georgia. The first day was on the 1st of August. The day before they went to school, they reported uh, coronavirus within the football team. Then they go to school. They actually said that um, a student who wanted who wanted virtual learning, they was forced to go in person. And I seen the video, and uh, not the video, the picture of um, all these kids in this hallway. It was shoulder to shoulder pack, and you only seen maybe a handful of them wearing a mask. That's the problem. The leaders that we have in all the different cities and even in the White House, they are scared to put something in in place that say, hey, you need to wear a mask. Everybody need to wear a mask. Keep it on. If you got medical condition, hey, if you don't have to get out, don't get out. But for ones that are okay, and see, that's the problem. The ones that are okay, that's the first thing they have, they yell. I got a medical condition. I can't wear no mask. I can't wear no mask. Well, your ass going to be wearing a ventilator soon. So everybody need to do their part. 
and do what we have to do to protect ourselves. Like the doctor, I believe he was out of California. Can't remember his name. And he was he was hot. Have every right to be. Because he'd been dealing with this ever since it started. And he said, look, we're about to go into the flu season. We're not going to know the difference between the flu and the coronavirus. We're not going to be able to, to determine it. So what's going to happen is going to get worse. So people need to step up, wear a mask, and stop being concerned about uh, somebody telling us wear our mask. It's my rights. I don't have to wear one. Well, you don't have to wear one. But you're probably going to end up wearing a ventilator sooner or later. Hell, I'd take a mask any day over a ventilator. So, and as for the school district, I'm like, wow. Now, um, the day before this school opened up, cases on the football team, and the parents are struggling. As the school reopened, I am coronavirus surge. Now this this county is right outside of Atlanta somewhere. Uh, it's somewhere near Atlanta. So, and all these kids, you don't know where they've been, where they going, who they've been around. Who they gonna be around? It's gonna keep spreading. It's gonna keep spreading. Kind of like putting a a cigarette butt in some dry get grass. Then that low wind come through. Next thing you know, you got a low fire going. Then it spread, spread, and spread. So before you know it, it's several miles of acres. Um, unburnt up but the difference now is about lives we only have one and you want to play around with it you need to do something different no it wasn't just staff it was students and staff uh doc spank welcome to the show um it wasn't just staff because i'm looking at the story right now it was student and staff. So it's either either way, staff or not. Schools can't run without the staff. Kids can't teach themselves. And the virus is not just gonna stay with the staff. The virus will spread. It's not like it's gonna say, oh, you work here. I'm a, I'm a, I'm actually going to uh, give you the virus, and I'm gonna stay with you. I'm not gonna jump over to the next person. Um, Stephanie said it would be one thing if not wearing a mask only affected you. However, it affect others and could kill them. Yes, 
because you don't know what condition anybody have. And um, it could kill anybody. And I agree with you, Stephanie. Everybody should have on a mask. But see, our leaders are... Ooh, I can't say what I want to say. Um, our leaders are, are not good leaders because with that, if they had the jewels to say, hey, we wearing a mask, kind of like a couple of months ago, Clay Jenkins did the uh, mask order here in Dallas. Greg Abbott, no, he don't have the rights to do that. That's because he didn't come up with it. Then a couple of months after that, well, maybe we should wear a mask. But damn, make up your man, your your mind, man. So that's that's poor leadership. <laughs> exactly. We said it at the same time. <laughs> Our leaders are weak. Yes. I was trying to be nice, Stephanie. <laughs> um I was trying to be nice, but because I've I've been on one all week long. So and I've been on one because I'm I'm pissed off because of these crazy folks that that choose some of the things they say is funny, but it also still pisses me off because of it. And I say, like I said on Instagram this morning, if I offend anyone about my language, I know this last couple, this this week since Sunday, it have been pretty strong. So, um, yeah, Doc, that's part of the problem. That never should have happened in the first place. Now, I understand people need, uh, um, they have to make a living. They definitely do. But it should have been some stipulation around that 600. So when you do that, first of all, they need to raise the minimum wage because when minimum wage is only 725 and if you live in a one-bedroom apartment here in uh, in Dallas, that's like twelve, thirteen hundred dollars a month. That's for a one-bedroom. So just imagine if you have a two-bedroom. Then you also have to pay your rent. You're gonna have to have transportation to work unless you working uh working walking distance you have to get food so how can a person survive on 725 an hour i'm gonna be straight up honest here in texas 725 an hour is a modern day flavory because it's not a living wage people cannot survive from that so if you have to buy medication you also have to decide between a place to live, food, medication, and if you have kids, how can you afford that with seven twenty-five? 
Doc, since you said you need your um need that six hundred a week, explain to me how can you afford it making seven twenty five? It's just not enough money. It's not enough money. That's where the rich want the poor to stay poor. Pay everybody a living wage where they can make enough. They not living at seven twenty five. They not even living paycheck to paycheck. Because once you get it, it's gone. You got to rob Peter to pay Paul. So it it's just not going to happen. It's not enough money. So they need to raise the minimum wage. I got you. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, they don't. You're right. Um, it It's a different time now. So we got to make some changes. We have to make some changes. And I just thought about <laughs> thought about that tweet I read this morning. And um the woman gonna say um we are forcing white people to fight back because we are saying black lives matter. We are forcing them to fight back. I was nice. I think I was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it it been some mess. And I, I was going to put it on here, but I didn't do it. So when she said that, um, go go to my Twitter page. Same name. Speak on it with who you with, Kurt Dog. Uh, look at the tweets, cause yeah, that person. I don't know if it's a male or a female, but they did talk about they spent fifteen years in prison and in jail, and um, and I'm like, okay. Uh, matter of fact, I'm gonna put the Twitter handle on here for y'all to go and look at this stupidity for yourself, because um, it's um, it's really crazy the way that this person responded are the things they are saying, and at this point, stop hiding behind the keyboard. I put my phone number on the um, on the show. Call me. We can have an open discussion. Um, Ralph said, uh, I said Ralph. Randolph said, uh, real quick, for those who don't don't make a lot, Taylor Farm has a apartment for under 600 a month off Crocker Hill and 30 behind Walmart. Not saying we don't need to raise the minimum wage. You, those are some pretty nice apartments over there. If, hey, there you go. 600 
for under six hundred a month. How many bedrooms is that for Randolph? Um, do you know right offhand? Because it's a lot of apartments out here, and they are continue to build a lot of apartments. I was driving the other day. I haven't been in that area in a while, and I'm like, when they put that up? Because I haven't seen it. I did add the person uh, tweeter tweet handle. Go look at go look at their page. Look at it. It's probably closed down now. But um go look at their page and let me know if I'm seeing things wrong. I know I wear glasses and I may may um sometimes get this looking real close because if I'm looking at my phone I gotta make it bigger and all of that. So but go check them out. And then look at um, all the tweets they put out. Everything Trump this, Trump that. Oh, it's nothing wrong with that medication that Trump trying to get us to take. Like I said last night, take it. Take a handful of them. No, like, um, who's that, Cedric the Entertainer? When he be up there, uh, one of his companies uh, shaking his hand there. Yeah, do them like that. Just put a whole handful of them in your mouth if you feel like they're okay. Because you want to you wanna follow behind Trump and promote that medication, go ahead, take it. Take it. Let me know how you how it work out for you. So, but definitely, um, I'm sure the person probably looking right now uh, at the show, thank you for watching. Thank you for watching. Tell your friend. Pass it along. I don't mind. Let me know how you feel. Like I said, you can always call. You can call. We can have an open discussion. You said you in Texas. Uh, you got this sudden pride. There's the phone. I'm on the stream right there. 972-591-3665. Don't wait until I get off the air. Call me while I'm on air, because after I get off, you won't be able to get through. So, but I'll put it back up on the next show, and hopefully you catch that one too. But it's a different era now because you, with your comments, some of the things you said, and even the fact of um some other things that you uh, tweeted me which is a damn right disrespect but it's all good it's all good what you don't realize you are messing with a child of God and I struggle we haven't I haven't been able to get the full experience of our church for the last six, seven months, whatever it been. So I'm I'm weak now. So you making me go back to my old ways. And thankfully I have a lot of people praying for me because I'm not gonna let you uh make me lose my joy because of 
your racism. So, but like I said, Randall, if you know how many bedrooms that Ford definitely put it up in there, it may be somebody who is um, looking for an apartment because I seen an article today where a lot of evictions are coming up. A lot of evictions are coming up and it may be somebody who need that quick move. Hopefully they have apartments together um, ready to move in for people that are about to lose their home. Because one thing we don't need is more homeless people out on the street because they can't afford where they live or they lost their job during a pandemic. And our leaders don't care because when it comes, when it's said and done, they have a place where they can lay their head. That's why they're not concerned. They have access to keep them safe. That's why they tell you you could go out and you don't have to wear a mask if you don't want to. That's the reason why they rush and open things back up. So, yeah, we need to be our brother keeper to everybody. To everybody. But when it all comes down to it, black lives still matter. Right now, black lives matter first. To me, it does. Because I'm tired of dealing with all these racist folks that is coming out the woodworks. I'm tired of seeing the videos of the Karens and Steve that calling the police on folks and pretending like somebody trying to trying to hurt them. It really pissed me off yesterday and I think this was I'm not sure what city it was in. It may be Minnesota, but I'm not sure. But um this young black man was walking with his girlfriend, going to eat lunch. This white woman called the police. Called the police on him. Talking about he looked at her funny. Called the police. Then the police came out. They had a motorcycle cop and like three or four other cops out there. But the either a worker or the owner of that restaurant who was a white woman she stayed out there the whole time because the guy come in there all the time. And she made sure they didn't do anything wrong. Then that cop got smart with her. Well, you don't have nothing to do with this. She said, I don't care. I'm going to make sure he's safe. I'm going to make sure he's okay. Then the white woman that called the cop sat across the street and watched from the CVS parking lot. And they like, she's the one that called, but she had no reason to call. But it definitely changed. They was getting smart with the woman. But when his mama showed up, when his mama showed up, they changed their attitude. They went ahead and let him go inside the restaurant 
but they changed the attitude because mama was ready to give them some hell. And if you don't know, you mess with a black mama child, you finna catch some hell. And they asked, messed around and asked her, why did she come here? She said, because I got a call that y'all had my child detained. I was somewhere else and I stopped what I was doing to come. And she got it under control. So that's why we talk about Black Lives Matter. Because you get racist folks like that that want to call the police on somebody walking down the street telling about they looked at you funny. They looked at you funny. Shit, I look mean all the time. But then once you get to know me, you like, oh, he's cool. So that's the reason why we talk about Black Lives Matter. We're tired. That's why we're going to continue to talk about it. So until y'all change, ain't nothing changing. And that's why it's very important that we get out and vote November the 3rd. And um, we're going to make a difference. Um, So other than that, I'm good. I'm good. But y'all check out that Twitter page right there. Check it out. Right here. Check it out. Yeah, that's the one that been sending me all the messages and stuff and and the picture you sent me oh yeah you said about seven years ago i i know that event i i know that event that you was at so the picture you sent mm-hmm. i had to think about it for a minute but i believe i know what event you was at but that's okay we're going to sit back and watch, but continue to continue to watch the show. Tell your friends about them. But other than that, you've been listening to Speak On It With Who You With, Kirk, though. You can follow me on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitter, Twitch, and Periscope. You can also live chat with us. You can live chat with us during the show. And if you have a show topic you would like for us to speak on, you can email me at um, who you with Kirk Dog at mail.com. And we will speak on whatever the topic is. Um, so just hit us up, let us know what's on your mind. We're working on some great stuff coming up in the future. On Thursday night, uh, Miss Risky will be back. Uh, she will be back. I hope. I hope she been writing. So, um, she says she's working on the next book. So, hopefully, she have been writing and doing good on that. Other than that, I would talk to y'all on Thursday. I'm taking a break tomorrow because. 
it been a rough one, but I, I will come back on Thursday. I'm going to be following up with phone calls tomorrow um, with a real police department and some other stuff I'm working on, too. And we're going to figure out because we need to know what's happening. Now, when I did call them today, the lady said we could take a complaint over the phone. So I did make a complaint about that about that stop with those uh, four kids. And to hear that six-year-old child crying and asking for her mother. And the first thing I, when I first seen it, they said they put a six-year-old in handcuffs. I didn't see that. But the other one, they did. And I don't understand why. Because if you cannot look at a computer and see the difference between an SUV and a motorcycle, you don't need to be a police officer. That's all to it. That's not a that's not an easy mistake to make compared to any other mistake. So no. Uh, so I will see y'all on Thursday night, eight PM Central Time. Eight PM Central Time. And the only way I come on tomorrow let something major happen. And also prayers going out to Lebanon, that big explosion out there. And before I leave, we have to wish the greatest president of all time, President Barack Obama, a happy birthday. Enjoy yourself. We appreciate we wish you could come back and uh, come back in office right now because we need you. We definitely need you. You are Bush, either one of you. Um, so other than that, until Thursday night, I will see y'all then. I love each and every one of you, um, including my haters. I'm praying for you. Until Thursday night, see you then.